feel like we've been training our whole lives for this, so to yeah. answer, are you ready? Yeah. We're, we're doing it. It's officially, it's we're officially. We're back on, man. I think that we listened to what we, we kind of referred to in the first episode was, uh, please don't start a podcast during quarantine. Yeah. Like, we started it, but right. then we gave the listeners a six-month break. Yeah. Well, there was a lot to digest in that first one. Oh, my gosh. And so we gave them so much time, and now it's time. Like, the listeners are ready. Yeah, oh, I think the world is ready for... The world is ready. What do we do next? Well, and by world, I mean, we had 15 listens on the first one. Yep. I think I listened to it two or three times. I I definitely texted to my mom, so shout out to her, because I think she listened to it. Okay. There's, you know... All right. But maybe there's, like, nine just average everyday people that yeah. we don't know that are just waiting on this one so yeah there could be somebody from Pakistan that's listening uh, who knows that's everything's out there right I'm loving it wow episode 2 the Taryn and Mark show that's right welcome um, Mark what where are we at in the world right now what today is August August 4th. 4th August 4th we like at the beginning I mean, we were just talking about this yep March hit we were shutting things down. In my mind, it was, we're shutting down two weeks. Yeah. In two weeks, this will all blow over, and we'll be good to go. Nobody's wearing masks. Yeah. It was... No it masks. Was just normal life. Yeah. No masks at all. May hit, and I was thinking, okay, I got about 20 days. The school's not... I'm, I'm not loving this. Yeah. I didn't really apply myself. I just thought, let's limp on into the summer. Right. Hit it hard in August. We'll back in back in, you know, physical action. Yeah. We'll be in the gym and, and it'll be everything's back to normal. But here we are. I have two masks sitting on my desk. <laughs> I got one around my neck. You got one around your neck. Masks is a normal thing. And I mean, are you going back to school in person? No. No. Nope. We start technically tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, t- the Wednesdays at my school work as workout Wednesday. Um so there will be a time for like an hour where students can join me in a Zoom call yeah. for a workout. Um, but we're going to kick that off next week. So my first official class is 8 a.m. Thursday morning where I'll have some first graders hanging out. August 6th. Yep. Yep, August 6th. And uh, we're looking at 30-minute Zumba workout, manipulative skills, probably some dances. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting creative with it. But I almost think I want to sit in on one of your dude, PE classes. I'll, I'll send you the link. Yes. Yeah. Actually, you could be like a guest personality with the, the mad boat skills guy. Yes. <laughs> we'll just we'll start bringing people to Palm Valley through yes. PE class. I'm liking that. Uh, well, I mean, that's what we literally, I mean, we don't have an in-person meeting scheduled yet for Palm Valley. No. Like, we're not getting back to church yet. I think this has been one of the biggest tests for for people in, like, when my routine gets rocked yeah am i gonna make the effort to be a part of the things that i was still a part of mm. and that could be church that could be school for me it's thinking about my students and their fitness levels they're yeah. like and i think they probably haven't we've seen it well what church. about you have you like stayed with your routine of stuff not as much I, I had a five-day fitness routine going, okay, and I had to back off the, the two days because I don't have a pool to do laps in like oh, I used to. Okay. The gyms are shut down, but yep. we, I still meet with my guys at the park, and we do a little distance on the turf body weight workout, which right. I'm tired of. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. So, yes, I feel like that has been kind of a um, something that 
really hit home it was like okay the gym's not open you have the choice to not do this anymore but I thought yeah. my students I thought of what I tell them every year I'm like I'm still gonna go do this plus I feel better after a workout anyway yeah. Then, so. yeah well it's funny my wife and I we were like doing so well the first month or two on eating like we were making our own meals at home we were eating healthy stuff like hey we can do this you know we'll get into a good rhythm and routine of it and by like month three since we're doing nothing else yeah it was like the only thing we could do was get takeout food and we fell into an old bad habit of just eating a lot of takeout food. Oh, man. And it's so hard because sometimes bad food just tastes better. Yeah. Right? So yeah. So you're like, well, yeah. uh, do you want to go out to eat right now? Because we can. Or do you want to cook? And it's like, nah, let's go. Let's go right. get some wings somewhere. So. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I would say that's probably where I fell off the wagon a little bit. I, I did yeah. start eating worse than what I normally do. Because... When you're going to work every day, you pack lunch. Or right. At least that's what I normally do. Right. But being at home, like, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm not gonna. Well, and when there's no other outlet, like you can't go to the movies, yep. you can't go out with other large gathering to a concert or whatever. When there's nothing else to do, and your only option is going out to a restaurant, you you take it. Yeah. You take it. Absolutely. But hey, so we're 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 ending the summer, but let's talk about the summer a little bit. Did yeah. you did you get a chance to leave town? Uh, literally just last weekend, okay. my wife and I went, um, we were, were supposed to take like the week off. I got it. I took the vacation off and my wife, she moved to a new district and she was supposed to have the week off, but they said last minute, Oh, by the way, we need you here. So our vacation got canceled. And on Saturday morning, like after the whole week, I'd kind of gone through the vacation just by myself, just hanging out. I kind of fished on my own. Oh. And then uh, Saturday morning. After that week, my wife goes, man, I just need to get out of town. And I was like, you know what? Let's go up to Payson because we were going to do some camping. I was like, let's just take a drive up there and, you know, let's just throw some air matches in the back of my truck. And if we get a chance to spend the night, we will. But if not, no worries, just a day trip. So we get up there and we get up to Woods Canyon Lake uh, up there. And every campground that we pull into, full, full, full. They're all full. And I get to the last campground right next to the lake signs up that's full and I'm like oh man but I just have this feeling like just go ask the camp host you know I'm like that's fine so I go over to like hey I know it says full but you know is there anybody leaving or anything he's like nah sorry man we're all full and I was like ah it's a bummer so I'm just chatting with him about whatever and then his wife walks by and says hey by the way um the site 16 um that couple they just left early so that one's open and I'm like oh I'll take it and so I literally I just by sitting randomly talking to a guy, I got the last spot right at the lake. My wife and I spent the night. It was just fantastic. It was like a great impromptu camping trip. That is awesome. So, did you catch any fish? I did. Yeah, I, I caught some trout up there. So, so everything about it was successful. Oh yeah, yeah, that is so. awesome. But we didn't bring anything for a fire. Like we, we literally had nothing. Just the air mattress yeah. in the back of the truck. Yeah, with the air mattress, we just rolled with it. So. What do you need? Simple. We had one little tiny cooler that we just threw a little bit of food in, but. We had nothing to actually cook any food, so it was literally like just crackers and fruit <laughs> is all we ate. That's so, awesome, though. But, so it was good. So that that's literally all we've done to get out of town. Otherwise, we haven't been out at all. Oh, wow. We've been in Phoenix the whole time. And it's so hot. So, but, yeah. yeah you? I, have you gotten out? I have. I have. Um, start, like, at the end of May, we took a two-week road trip. Uh, we went out to to flagged for two nights then we went to page for four nights over into utah and then into colorado for about a week nice so we drove the rv 
and Sweet. a couple um, that we know they drove their Jeep with their dogs, and so we just we would set up um, off the grid, you know, boondocking yeah. with with just our water tank full for two nights, and then we'd go somewhere where we could plug in and kind of refill for a few nights. Nice. So that was fun, and then uh, yeah, during June uh, it just seemed like I, I would work here on a weekend, you know, just doing the service, yep. even though it was online, and then uh, we we do whatever we had to till like Tuesday night. But then Jarek and I would would unplug the RV and drive up to somewhere in Flag and just park off on National Forest Road. So yeah, that was really nice. It was I mean just to be able to not sweat to death yeah and, and i got yeah. i got fishing in a few times so to catch anything i i've caught my first like six trout nice. this summer in arizona so there that's that's been just a lot of fun for me and she yeah. doesn't mind she just likes to read the book while, yeah. while i'm out there fishing yep. so win-win um but just recently uh after coming home from one of those trips i tried to move the rv in the driveway and the brakes were out Oh no! And I was like, we've driven down the seventeen right six times this summer. Oh my Thank gosh. God that it happened right. So need to get that fixed before we take another trip. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, just the opportunity. I I don't know how long we live in an RV, but the fact that this summer, the the summer you couldn't do anything else, that we were able to just yes. you know what? Let's go up to where it's at least twenty degrees cooler. This was the perfect summer to own an RV. Oh, it, to be able to get somewhere else. I completely agree. Yeah. And so that's been such a blessing. So yes. Um, as ready as we are to come back to school, if we if we could get in a few more of those trips on weekends, maybe. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. So I mean, at this point, this far into this crazy COVID thing, yep. like, what's the thing you're missing? What's the thing you're just like? I I need this back. I I want this whatever it is activity thing food whatever. What's the thing you're missing? The thing I'm mi- I like I've been really blessed to still be able to see people. Yeah. Uh, which has been really cool. But I think um I know I just said how excited I am to do the online teaching. Uh, and I am maybe just because I'll see my students, but yeah. Uh there was just a few things this summer like once once school didn't come back and then once block party got canceled. Yeah. Um, it was just like this this feeling of all the things that I'm good at are being taken away. Right. Because what I do is there's a large group of people. Mm-hmm. I need this many people to do this activity, and we need to know that moving is better than not moving. So, like, I thrive on that when yeah. that is happening. And for the fact or to, to be told you can't do those things that you're good at right now, yeah. that's that's what I'm missing. Like, I, I can just tell. Whether it be a Sunday service, whether it be starting school, like usually I would have six hundred students come through the gym tomorrow morning, and we would be doing workout Wednesday. Yeah, you know, one class at a time. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I would say that. Um, yeah, I've been able to eat out. Like I, we we like going to restaurants, and yeah. I've been able to do that. I, I got to see my family. My brother got married. So there's just things that like I would say, or probably yeah. some people aren't uh, as as lucky that as I was to can do that this summer but um yeah probably just being good at something <laughs> that, that I can like <laughs> like not sell to people but like yeah. that's what I'm that's my marketable skill is yeah. I, I can take a large group of students and make yeah. them do a thing yeah that's funny because that's kind of the same for me in terms of what I'm good at is sitting and like counseling I mean, just sitting across from something having a conversation and having to do that with a mask on yeah 
is not the same at all. And I'm one of those that's like a, like a, it sounds weird, but like a big talker, which means I suck in a lot of air to like have a lot to say. And you can't do that with a mask. Yeah. Like you feel it constricting on you. Do you feel like it's a barrier yes. between your, yes. your, um, clients? clients. Yes. Without a doubt, because I read facial expressions more than anything else. Yeah. And to not have that, man, it, it's like I'm, I'm doing it blind. Would you say that that's what you're missing or is there something else like your favorite activity? Well, I mean, my guys... wife and I, we're big on going to movies. Oh. And so the movies has been killing us. Yeah. And I maybe even said it last podcast, but uh, for my birthday in January, I got a bunch of movie gift cards. <laughs> And I didn't use any of them. They're just piled up. Yeah, I literally have a pile of them sitting on the counter. Jerrica showed me there was like a, a tweet or something that the worst gift you could have given in 2020 was the Harkins loyalty yes. cup. <laughs> it's like, yes. You're kind of right. Like, I do. I, my wife and I have them. I get them every year for the yep. Thank you, students, for that. But like this year, you just can't. Yeah. Can't, yeah, so. So I'm hoping Harkins still honors, you know, because normally once you start using the gift card, I think after a year it expires. Yeah, if I'm you don't... sure they'll honor it. Uh, well, I'd hope so. Otherwise, I'm talking to Mr. Harkin himself. Oh, yeah, you're going so. up the ladder, so. <laughs> yeah, I would say movies are something that I remember last summer we, we would find the longest running movie. So if it was like three hours, like Once Upon a Time in yeah. Hollywood. Right. Because on these these nights where it's real hot in the RV, yeah. we would just schedule it, and like it wouldn't feel as bad. So I, I would agree. I'm missing movie theaters right now for yeah. sure because yeah, that was our escape. Wait, too. are you saying the RV doesn't have AC? It does. It but does. It and just it, doesn't work it, as well. It works well if there's no sun on the RV. Uh, so you gotta imagine like a wall mm-hmm. that maybe an inch thick. Mm-hmm. There's just not an and, and okay. it's a it's a fiberglass metal yep. frame. Yeah. It, gets, it's a hot box is what it, it is it, it really is <laughs> and we're like we don't complain about it a ton but you can just tell that like we would rather not be in there when it's five o'clock and so like july and august and september are like the three months that you're like second guessing living in a absolutely a, yeah uh, until we pay rent and then we're yeah, like, that's true we're like we gotta keep doing this yeah yeah this is yeah so but this last week, I mean, this last week, it's been 115 and above almost every day. Right. Is it? Is it been brutal this it, last it's week? It's brutal. Yeah. And and the other day, actually, I came home and it must have just gotten so hot that it flipped all the breakers and the oh. AC didn't even run the whole day. Oh. So I walked in and it was like 100 degrees inside. Inside. <laughs> and and luckily, my friend was uh, he was he was taking me to get my car that I yeah. had at the shop, and I was like can I just come to your apartment? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, man, of course, anytime. So yeah. to have good friends is, is yeah. nice as well during this time. But yeah, that, the still, the owning very little stuff, it has been just another blessing this summer. Like yeah. I, I've realized that and we, we've hardly used like anything just to be able to put stuff away and, and pull the RV out and, and yeah. go somewhere. Yeah. So I think we're really loving the minimalistic living. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, October we'll love it a lot more. When, oh yeah, it's just nice. How long have you been in the RV now? We finished construction probably July twentieth of last year. So this is exactly so about a year. Right. And we took year. a we took a week to drive back out yep. here from Indiana after the wedding. Yep. And then we we stayed three months in at Destiny RV, which is over on the the west side. Yeah. Um, and then they were full for the whole winter. 
So yeah. it just so happened to work out that the Adranias were like, right. you can live here. And that's, wow. been, that's been such a great situation. So is there plans for what's next? Or not yet? Yeah. It, it's all so dependent on uh, just the the baby steps. It's true. Just like getting that debt paid I off. I do huh? not want to sign a mortgage yeah. until we... And I, I, I would like to never do it. I can't. The math doesn't make sense right. to me. I've been listening a lot to the Dave Ramsey show. Yeah. And he's all like, you know, pay for it in cash. And I'm like, I don't I don't know that I'll ever be able to come right. up with $300,000. Right. Or whatever it is a, right. a house costs in Phoenix right now. Right. Right. Um, but it would be really nice to if we were going to sign up for a mortgage to not have any student loans. Yeah. So yeah. it's been such a blessing to be where we're I, at. That's but, what we're waiting on. I know. Because we're in an apartment right now. And you're and just... We're not doing any house yeah. until we get student loans paid off. Have you have you seen the light yet? Because I know you were talking yeah. about it. Like you, you had we, it planned out in the spring. It, if we can keep going, by the end of next year, okay. 2021, we should be done. For for us, like we've been rolling student loans for... Because, I mean, we did bachelor's, master's, and my wife has her doctorate. So we've been yeah. rolling in, in school for a while. Yeah. Um, so we've had student loans for almost 20 years. Right. And so for us to say there's one year, only one more year left, like that's, that is light at the end that's of the tunnel, man. That is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Question for you on that. Yeah. Let's just take this, let's, let's Do let it. this avenue go. So there's a, there's a program that the federal government has for um, public service yep. loan forgiveness. Yeah. After 10 years of yep. payments just gone yep so the majority of of one of our loans it is that and and it qualifies and my wife's a public yep. service you know so if she lasts 10 years as an educator yeah that could be gone yeah and that would that would really just be like wow I can't believe that's all gone. Yep. But my, I'm trying to figure out in my mind, like, is that an okay thing to take advantage of in a profession that gives you no real chance to, like, it's not a salesman job to where if I was really good at it, I could I could get really good and just pay right. for everything real quick. But I'm just like, should that be the plan? Because that's, she's a, this is her fourth or fifth year teaching, so she's got at least five more before that would be. Yep. Or should it, be the whole Dave Ramsey beans and rice let's just go for it and try and pay all that in a year or two yeah but then we wouldn't have any so I don't know what are your thoughts on that is well, that something you take advantage of or do the, you think I think the stats on it are with the public service payoffs that around 12% of the people ever qualify for it so if you miss one payment or you do one thing wrong in that 10 year period, you don't qualify. And so, I, I think you could do it without it being too crazy, but there is the slight chance that you miss a payment, that you forget about something or, or whatever, and then you don't qualify. And then you're on the hook for all of it, but then you're still 10 years down the road. Right. To me, I'm always a stat guy. Like I got a little bit of background in mathematics and I just think numbers don't lie. And when you only have like 12% of people that ever are able to fully qualify for it, yeah. even though it may be the majority of people are just stupid and they don't follow all the rules they need to with it, um, I, I don't know. Yeah. 
Like anything could happen. I where I mean, maybe you get an injury and for two months you need every single cent, and so you don't. You're like, I can't, I can't make a payment on a student loan this month. Yeah. Uh, it's they'll let me slide on it, and so I got to pay a medical bill off. But then all of a sudden, that moment means you didn't make a qualifying payment, and yeah. then you're done. <clears throat> so to me, I always think of that going, whoo. If I could buckle down and in less than two years have this whole thing paid off, right. I have control over that. Right. I'm all about that. And I've kind of been thinking about it, like, because I would love it to get forgiven. Yeah. And, and that may yes. be the, the route we go. Maybe we do the minimum payment for 10 years and, and we're that 12%. Yeah. But I also, sometimes I come back to, like, if I ever have kids, I just want to tell them, like, yeah, I paid for it. You yeah. Know, like, I went to college and yeah. I paid for it. Here's how I think you should go to college. Yeah. Or maybe don't go if you have something that you would rather do. Yeah. Because not everybody has to go. Yeah. So there's just a little bit of that pride that I'm struggling with. Yeah. Too. And, and not struggling, but I'm just trying to figure out the plan. You know, I almost think that's like the, the fine line. I don't know if this is the right word or not, but the fine line between um, pride and, um, and integrity in terms of you borrowed the money and you made a commitment to say I'm going to pay it back yeah and if you're not the one that pays it back then did we I mean you didn't fulfill your part of the bargain then at that point yeah because there's part of me that that does that I I get tired of people right now I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. This is our podcast. It's our podcast. Yeah, I guess so. But I'm getting a little exhausted with people that borrow money, whether it's for a credit card, student loan, a car, house, or whatever, and then complain that they can't, um, they can't pay it off, and so they want someone else to pay it off. Right. And there's part of me going, I mean, I don't know, man. You you signed up for, especially when it comes to student loans. Right. No one forced you to go to school. No one forced you to do any of that. Yeah. And so you borrowed the money, so don't complain that you got this loan when you get out of school. Yeah. And so there's part of me that wants to be the one that pays off my student loans because of that, to say, right. hey, I, t- I took the money. I hate it. Yeah. I hate that I have it, but I did it. I've got to figure it so out. I've got to pay it off. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at. And that maybe that's a pride thing. You may be right. I, yeah. I just – I kind of go back and forth, and I do that because – and I'll just bring it back to only education. I feel like you can talk about this. There's no way, if you want to be an educator, other than using your summer, which right. that's a whole different thing. I work two jobs, so I feel like I've, I've got most of the hours of my life taken right now. Yeah. But you can be a really good educator, and you don't get any tangible reward from that. Yeah. Whereas... And, yes. But you have to have the degree. Yeah. So there's where I kind of like, if there's a way to get that, that somebody says, okay, you're, you're serving the public, we'll take care of this. And like you said, who actually pays for that? Right. Who knows? Whereas if I would have taken the same loan to be an accountant or to be some sort of business salesman or something, I probably could, if I worked really hard, improve my, my income in a way that I can't as an educator. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's almost a perk of being There's, an educator. Right, so I kind of go a couple of ways with it, but I don't know. I, I think it's a good perk. Yeah. 
I'm 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 more along the lines of not it I'm I wouldn't mind using the perk and I don't care right. about people using the perk. Yeah. But it's one of those you have to wait ten years for the perk. Right. And if you can between you and your spouse just knock it out. Yeah, knock it out in like two years. To me it's like why would you wait ten years and, for that? And everything I hear on Ramsey is is all about that. Yeah. Like once you have that knocked out, guess what? The next yeah, however many years of your life, you just get to bank whatever it is without having to worry about that right small minimum payment that you right. have to make. So, like when this whole thing started, and my wife actually during this whole time she lost her job. I don't even know yeah. if we. I don't think she yeah. had at that point, but she had lost. No, you, sh- you were looking to get a job with her. That's right. Yeah. That's right. This was yeah. So she ended up losing that job just through the cuts of all of this, mm-hmm. and so at one point she's gotten a new job since then. But at one point we were just on my income. And her and I were sitting around the table, I remember having the conversation going, my income covers this, but just barely, and we just are paying just above the minimum on our student loans. Mm -hmm. And I go, so it's stressful right now. What would happen if we didn't have any of these student loans at all? Like, there'd be no worry at all that she didn't have a job. It wouldn't even be a thought in the world. Yep. And yet, because we have student loans right now, like we're saying, man, both of us need a job. You gotta have a job. So there's tension with that. Oh yeah, adds to it. For and sure. so that's why I'm just like, this is all the more like it's added fuel to the fire of us to get this stuff paid off. Yeah. Because I was like, we're in a crazy time. That any one of us could lose our job at any time. I, yeah. And I I don't want that pressure where we both have to have jobs. Yeah. That's really been a wake up call for this this period of time. Yeah. In life. And I've been so blessed to get compensated in both of my jobs the yep. whole time, but yeah, it's just a reminder that like we don't we don't have to live in debt as people. Right. We just have to make choices that like are going to get us out of that. Yep. So I think for this particular loan, we're about one year away from that one being the one on the baby step, you know, in the snowball. Mm. So we'll have to come back to this and just be like, yeah, what did we decide to do on that? Right. You know. So wait, you you said you're about a year away. Yeah, so like this is the biggest one at the end that we're we're just paying the, the yep. minimum on as we roll through had to get the uh you know her her vehicle taken care of yep. and then I've got a, a small one to the state and I've got a little bit bigger one to my parents and then it gets to that one. But how long how much, how long in the 10 year process are you? Like how many years she been teaching? 5 or oh. 4. One I, I'm not sure exactly how many. Okay, so she may be 5 or like four to six, four to five years away. Right. And, and I really think that we could be done with this in three, maybe. Gotcha. If we just yeah. hammered it. And nothing changed. And who knows, you know. Yeah. It's fun to make plans, but. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, just, you're you're so right about this season of life for, for people. Like, it's such a wake-up call. Yeah. At least. I feel like we've been training our whole lives for this. So, to yeah. answer, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing it. It's officially, it's officially. We're back on, man. I think that we listened to what we, we kind of referred to in the first episode was, uh, please don't start a podcast during quarantine. Yeah. Like we started it, but then we gave the listeners a six month break. Yeah. Well, there was a lot to digest in that first one. Oh my gosh. And so we gave them so much time and now it's time. Like the listeners are ready. Yeah. Oh, I think the world is ready for the world is ready. What do we do next? Well, and by world, I mean, we had 15 listens on the first one. Yep. I think I listened to it two or three times. I, I definitely texted to my mom, so shout out to her because I think she listened to it. So okay. There's, you know. All right. But maybe there's like nine 
just average everyday people that yeah. we don't know that are just waiting on this one. So yeah, there could be somebody from Pakistan that's listening. Uh, who knows? That's everything's out there. Right. I'm loving it. Wow. Episode two, the Taryn and Mark show. That's right. Welcome, um, Mark. What? Where are we at in the world right now? What oh, today is August August fourth. August fourth. We like at the beginning. I mean, we were just talking about this. Yep. March hit. We were shutting things down. In my mind, it was, we're shutting down two weeks. Yeah. In two weeks, this will all blow over, and we'll be good to go. Nobody's wearing masks. Yeah. It was... No it masks. Was just normal life. Yeah. No masks at all. May hit, and I was thinking, okay, I got about 20 days. The school's not... I'm, I'm not loving this. Yeah. I didn't really apply myself. I just thought, let's limp on into the summer. Right. Hit it hard in August. We'll back in back in, you know, physical action. Yeah. We'll be in the gym and, and it'll be everything's back to normal. But here we are. I have two masks sitting on my desk. <laughs> I got one around my neck. You got one around your neck. Masks is a normal thing. And I mean, are you going back to school in person? No. No. Nope. We start technically tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, tom- the Wednesdays at my school work as workout Wednesday. Um so there will be a time for like an hour where students can join me in a Zoom call yeah. for a workout. Um, but we're going to kick that off next week. So my first official class is 8 a.m. Thursday morning where I'll have some first graders hanging out. August 6th. Yep. Yep, wow. August 6th. And uh, we're looking at 30-minute Zumba workout, manipulative skills, probably some dances. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting creative with it. But I almost think I want to sit in on one of your dude, PE classes. I'll, I'll send you the link. Yes. Yeah. Actually, you could be like a guest personality with the, the Mad Boat Skills guy. Yes. <laughs> we'll just we'll start bringing people to Palm Valley through yes. PE class. I'm liking that. Uh, well, I mean, that's what we literally, I mean, we don't have an in-person meeting scheduled yet for Palm Valley. No. Like, we're not getting back to church yet. I think this has been one of the biggest tests for for people in, like, when my routine gets rocked yeah am i gonna make the effort to be a part of the things that i was still a part of mm. and that could be church that could be school for me it's thinking about my students and their fitness levels they're yeah. f- like and i think they probably haven't we've seen it well what church. about you have you like stayed with your routine of stuff not as much I, I had a five-day fitness routine going, okay. and I had to back off the, the two days because I don't have a pool to do laps in like oh, I used to. Okay. The gyms are shut down, but yep. we, I still meet with my guys at the park, and we do a little distance on the turf body weight workout, which right. I'm tired of. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. So, um, yes, I feel like that has been kind of a um, something that really hit home it was like okay the gym's not open you have the choice to not do this anymore but i i thought yeah. of my students i thought of what i tell them every year i'm like i'm still gonna go do this plus i feel better after a workout yeah anyway then, so. yeah well it's funny my wife and i we were like doing so well the first month or two on eating like we were making our own meals at home we were eating healthy stuff like hey we can do this you know we'll get into a good rhythm and routine of it and by like month three since we're doing nothing else yeah. It was like the only thing we could do was get takeout food. And we fell into an old bad habit of just eating a lot of takeout food. Oh, man. And it's so hard because sometimes bad food just tastes better. Yeah. Right? So yeah. you're like, well, yeah. uh, do you want to go out to eat right now? Because we can. Or do you want to cook? And it's like, nah, let's go. Let's go right. get some wings somewhere. So, <laughs> right. So 
Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I would say that's probably where I fell off the wagon a little bit. I, I did no. start eating worse than what I normally do. Because when you're going to work every day, you pack lunch. Or at right. least that's what I normally do. Right. But being at home, like, yep. I'm, I'm not going to... Well, and when there's no other outlet, like you can't go to the movies, yep. you can't go out with other large gathering to a concert or whatever. When there's nothing else to do, and your only option is going out to a restaurant, you, you take it. Yeah. You take it. Absolutely. But, hey. So we're 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 ending the summer, but let's talk about the summer a little bit. Did yeah. you did you get a chance to leave town? Uh, literally just last weekend. Oh, okay. My wife and I went. Um, we were were supposed to take like the week off. I got it. I took the vacation off, and my wife she moved to a new district, and she was supposed to have the week off. But they said last minute. Oh, by the way, we need you here. So our vacation got canceled. And on Saturday morning, like after the whole week, I'd kind of gone through the vacation just by myself, just hanging out. I kind of fished on my own. Nope. And then uh, Saturday morning, after that week, my wife goes, man, I just need to get out of town. And I was like, you know what? Let's go up to Payson because we were going to do some camping. I was like, let's just take a drive up there and, you know what, let's just throw some air matches in the back of my truck. And if we get a chance to spend the night, we will. But if not, no worries, just a day trip. So we get up there and we get up to Woods Canyon Lake yep. uh, up there. And every campground that we pull into, full, full, full. They're all full. And I get to the last campground right next to the lake, signs up that's full, and I'm like, oh, man. But I just have this feeling, like, just go ask the camp host, you know? I'm like, that's fine. So I go over and like, hey, I know it says full, but, you know, is there anybody leaving or anything? He's like, nah, sorry, man, we're all full. And I was like, ah, it's a bummer. So I'm just chatting with him about whatever. And then his wife walks by and says, hey, by the way, um, the site 16, um, that couple, they just left early. So that one's open. And I'm like, Oh, I'll take it. And so I literally, I just by sitting randomly talking to a guy, I got the last spot right at the lake. My wife and I spent the night. It was just fantastic. It was like a great impromptu camping trip. That is awesome. So did you catch any fish? I did. Yeah. I, I caught some trout up there. So, so everything about it was successful. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is so. awesome. But we didn't bring anything for a fire. Like we, we literally had nothing. Just the air mattress in yeah. the back of the truck. Yeah, with the air mattress, we just rolled with it. So. What do you mean? Simple. We had one little tiny cooler that we just threw a little bit of food in, but we had nothing to actually cook any food, so it was literally like just crackers and fruit <laughs> is all we ate. That's so, awesome, though. But, so it was good. So that that's literally all we've done to get out of town. Otherwise, we haven't been out at all. Oh, wow. We've been in Phoenix the whole time. And it's so hot. So, but, yeah. yeah. You? I've, have you gotten out? I have. I have. Um... Start, like at the end of May, we took a two week road trip. Um, we went up to to flagged for two nights. Then we went to Page for four nights over into Utah, and then into Colorado for about a week. Nice. So we drove the RV and Sweet. a couple um, that we know they drove their Jeep with their dogs, and so we just we would set up um, off the grid, you know, boondocking yep. with with just our water tank full for two nights, and then we'd go somewhere where we could plug in and kind of refill for a few nights nice. so that was fun and then uh yeah during june uh it just seemed like i, I would work here on a weekend you know, just doing the service you yep. know it was online and then uh we'd, we'd do whatever we had to till like tuesday night but then jarek and i would would unplug the rv and drive up to somewhere in flag and just park off on national forest road so yeah that was really nice it was i mean just to be able to not sweat to death yeah and, and i got yeah. i got fishing in a few times so to catch anything i i've caught my first like six trout nice. this summer 
in Arizona. So there that's that's been just a lot of fun for me. And she yeah. doesn't mind. She just likes to read the book while yeah. while I'm out there fishing. Yep. So win win. Um, but just recently, uh, after coming home from one of those trips, I tried to move the RV in the driveway, and the brakes were out. Oh no! And I was like, we've driven down the seventeen right six times this summer. Oh my Thank God that it happened. Right. So need to get that fixed before we take another trip. Yep. But yeah, uh, yeah. just the opportunity. I, I don't know how long we live in an RV, but the fact that this summer, the, the summer you couldn't do anything else, that we were able to just, yes. you know what? Let's go up to where it's at least 20 degrees cooler. This was the perfect summer to own an RV. Oh, it, to be able to get somewhere else. I completely agree yeah. with that. And so that's been such a blessing. So Yes. Um, as ready as we are to come back to school, if we if we could get in a few more of those trips on weekends, maybe, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, at this point, this far into this crazy COVID thing, yep. like, what's the thing you're missing? What's the thing you're just like? I I need this back. I I want this whatever it is, activity thing, food, whatever. What's the thing you're missing? The thing I miss. I like. I've been really blessed to still be able to see people. Yeah, uh, which has been really cool. But I think, um, I know I just said how excited I am to do the online teaching, uh, and I am, maybe just because I'll see my students, but yeah. uh, there were just a few things this summer, like once once school didn't come back, and then once block party got canceled, yeah. um, it was just like this, this feeling of all the things that I'm good at are being taken away. Right. Because what I do is there's a large group of people uh-huh. I need this many people to do this activity and we need to know that moving is better than not moving so like I thrive on that when yeah. that is happening and for the fact or to, to be told you can't do those things that you're good at right now yeah that's that's what I'm missing like I, I can just tell whether it be a Sunday service whether it be starting school like usually I would have 600 students come through the gym tomorrow morning and we would be doing workout Wednesday, yeah. you know, one class at a time. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I would say that, um, yeah, I've been able to eat out. Like I, we, we like going to restaurants and yeah. I've been able to do that. I, I got to see my family. My brother got married. So there's just things that like I would say, or probably yeah. some people aren't, um, uh, as, as lucky that as I was to can do that this summer. But, um, yeah, probably just being good at something <laughs> that, that I can like, like not sell to people, but like, yeah. that's what I'm, that's my marketable skill is yeah. I, I can take a large group of students and make yeah. them do a thing. Yeah. That's funny. Cause that's kind of the same for me in terms of what I'm good at is sitting and like counseling, I mean, just sitting across from something, having a conversation and having to do that with a mask on. Yeah is not the same at all. And I'm one of those that's like a, like a, it sounds weird, but like a big talker, which means I suck in a lot of air to like have a lot to say. And you can't do that with a mask. Yeah. Like you feel it constricting on you. Do you feel like it's a barrier yes. between your, yes. your, um, clients? clients. Yes. Without a doubt, because I read facial expressions more than anything else. Yeah. And to not have that, man, it, it's like I'm I'm doing it blind. Would you say that that's what you're missing, or is there something else like your favorite activity? Well, I mean, my miss? wife and I we're big on going to movies, oh. and so the movies has been killing us. Yeah, and I maybe even said it last podcast, but uh, for my birthday in January, I got a bunch of movie gift cards, 
and I didn't use any of them. They're just piled up. Yeah, I literally have a pile of them sitting on the counter. <laughs> Jerrica showed me there was like a a tweet or something that the worst gift you could have given in 2020 was the Harkins loyalty yeah. cup. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yes, you're kind of right. Like, I do. I, my wife and I have them. I get them every year from student. Yep. Thank you students for that. But like this year just can't. Yeah. Can't. Yeah. So, so I'm hoping Harkins still honors, you know, cause normally once you start using the gift card, I think after a year it expires. Yeah. If I'm you sure they'll honor it. Oh, uh, well, I'd hope so. Otherwise I'm talking to Mr. Harkin himself. Oh yeah. You're going so. up the ladder. So, <laughs> Yeah, I would say movies are something that I remember last summer we, we would find the longest running movie. So if it was like three hours, like Once Upon a Time in yeah. Hollywood. Right. Because on these, these nights where it's real hot in the RV, yeah. we would just schedule it and like it wouldn't feel as bad. So I, I would agree I'm missing movie theaters right now for yeah. sure because yeah, that was our escape. Wait, too. are you saying the RV doesn't have AC? It does. It does. It and just it, doesn't work as well? It works well if there's no sun on the RV. So you gotta imagine like a wall mm-hmm. that maybe an inch thick. Mm-hmm. There's just not an and, and okay. it's a it's a fiberglass metal yep. frame. Yeah, just it, gets it's a hot box. Is what it, it is. It, it really is. <laughs> and we're like, we don't complain about it a ton, but you can just tell that like we would rather not be in there when it's five o'clock. And so like, July and August and September. Are like the three months that you're like second guessing living in a absolutely a, yeah uh, until we pay rent and then we're yeah, like, that's true we're like we gotta keep doing this yeah yeah this is yeah so but this last week I mean this last week it's been the 115 and above almost every day right is it is it been brutal this it, last it's week brutal yeah and and the other day actually I came home and it must have just gotten so hot that it flipped all the breakers and the oh. AC didn't even run the whole day oh so I walked in and it was like a hundred degrees inside inside <laughs> and and luckily my friend was uh, he was he was taking me to get my car that I yeah. had at the shop and I was like can I just come to your apartment <laughs> and he was like yeah man of course anytime so yeah. to have good friends is, is yeah. nice as well during this time but yeah. That, the still the owning very little stuff it has been just another blessing this summer like i've realized that and we've hardly used like anything just to be able to put stuff away and and pull the rv out and and go somewhere yeah so i think we're really loving the minimalistic living yeah but yeah yeah, october we'll love it a lot more oh yeah it's just nice how long have you been in the rv now we finished construction probably july 20th of last year so this is exactly so about a year right and we took here. a we took a week to drive back out yep. here from indiana after the wedding yep and then we we stayed three months in at destiny rv which is over on the the west side yeah um, and then they were full for the whole winter so yep. it just so happened to work out that the adranias were like right you can live here and that's wow. been that's been such a great situation so is there plans for what's next or not yet yeah it, it's all so dependent on uh, just the the baby steps. It's true. Just like getting that debt paid I off. I do huh? not want to sign a mortgage. Yeah. Until we, and I, I, I would like to never do it. I can't. The math doesn't make sense right. to me. I've been listening a lot to the Dave Ramsey show. Yeah. And he's all like, you know, pay for it in cash. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I'll ever be able to come right. up with three hundred thousand right. dollars or whatever it is a, right. a house costs in Phoenix right now. Right. Right. Um. But it would be really nice to if we were gonna sign up for a mortgage to not have any student loans. Yeah. So yeah, it's been such a blessing to be where we're I, at. That's but what we're waiting on. I know because we're in an apartment right now. 
and you're and just we're not doing any house yeah. until we get student loans paid off. Have you have you seen the light yet? Because I know you were talking yeah. about like you you had we, it planned out in the spring. It if we can keep going by the end of next year, okay, twenty twenty one, we should be done. For for us, like we've been rolling student loans for because I mean we did bachelor's, masters, and my wife has her doctorate, so we've been yeah. rolling in in school for a while. Yeah. Um, so we've had student loans for almost 20 years. Right. And so for us to say there's one year, only one more year left, like that's, that is light at the end that's of the tunnel, huge, man. That is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Question for you on that. Yeah. Let's just take this, let's, let's Do let it. this avenue go. So there's a, there's a program that the federal government has for um, public service yep. loan forgiveness. Yeah. After 10 years of... Yeah, payments just gone. Yep. So the majority of of one of our loans it is that, and and it qualifies. And my wife's a public yeah. service, you know. So if she lasts ten years as an educator, yeah, that could be gone. Yeah, and that would that would really just be like wow. I can't believe that's all gone. Yeah. But my, I'm trying to figure out in my mind, like, is that an okay thing to take advantage of in a profession that gives you no real chance to, like, it's not a salesman job to where if I was really good at it, I could I could get really good and just pay right. for everything real quick. But I'm just like, should that be the plan? Because that's, she's a, this is her fourth or fifth year teaching, so she's got at least five more before that would be. Yeah. Or should it, be the whole Dave Ramsey beans and rice. Let's just go for it and try and pay all that in a year or two. Yeah. But then we wouldn't have any. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Is well, that something you take advantage of, or do the, you think? I think the stats on it are with the public service payoffs that around twelve percent of the people ever qualify for it. So if you miss one payment. Or you do one thing wrong in that 10-year period, you don't qualify. And so, I, I think you could do it without it being too crazy, but there is the slight chance that you miss a payment, that you forget about something or, or whatever, and then you don't qualify. And then you're on the hook for all of it, but then you're still 10 years down the road. Right. To me, I'm always a stat guy. Like I got a little bit of background in mathematics, and I just think numbers don't lie. And when you only have like twelve percent of people that ever are able to fully qualify for it, yeah. Even though it may be the majority of people are just stupid and they don't follow all the rules they need to with it, um, I I don't know. Yeah. Like anything could happen. I where I mean maybe you get an injury and for two months. You need every single cent, and so you don't. You're like, I can't. I can't make a payment on a student loan this month. Yeah. Uh, it's they'll let me slide on it, and so I got to pay a medical bill off. But then all of a sudden, that moment means you didn't make a qualifying payment, and yeah. then you're done. <clears throat> so to me, I always think of that going. Whew, if I could buckle down and in less than two years have this whole thing paid off, right. I have control over that. Right. I'm all about that. And I've kind of been thinking about it, like, because I would love it to get forgiven. Yeah. And, and that may yes. be the, the route we go. Maybe we do the minimum payment for 10 years and, and we're that 12%. Yeah. But I also, sometimes I come back to, like, if I ever have kids, 
I just want to tell them like, yeah, I paid for it. You yeah. Know, like I went to college and yeah. I paid for it. Here's how I think you should go to college yeah. or maybe don't go if you have something that you would rather do. Yeah. Cause not everybody has to go. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that pride that I'm struggling with. Yeah. And, and not struggling, but I'm just trying to figure out the plan. You know, I almost think that's like the, the fine line. I don't know if this is the right word or not, but the fine line between, um, pride and, um, and integrity in terms of you borrowed the money and you made a commitment to say, I'm going to pay it back. Yeah. And if you're not the one that pays it back, then did we, I mean, you didn't fulfill your part of the bargain then at that point. Yeah. Because there's part of me that that does that. I I get tired of people right now. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or no, not. This is our podcast. It's our podcast. Yeah, I guess so. But I'm getting a little exhausted with people that borrow money, whether it's for a credit card, student loan, a car, house, or whatever, and then complain that they can't um, they can't pay it off, and so they want someone else to pay it off. Right. And there's part of me going. I mean, I don't know, man. You. You signed up for, especially when it comes to student loans. Right. No one forced you to go to school. No one forced you to do any of that. Yeah. And so you borrowed the money. So don't complain that you got this loan when you get out of school. Yeah. And so there's part of me that wants to be the one that pays off my student loans because of that. To say, right. hey, I, t- I took the money. I hate it. Yeah. I hate that I have it, but I did it. I've got to figure it so out. I've got to pay it off. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at. And that maybe that's a pride thing. You may be right. I, yeah, yeah, I just, I kind of go back and forth. And, and I do that because, and I'll just bring it back to only education, I feel like you can talk about this. There's no way, if you want to be an educator, other than using your summer, which right. that's a whole different thing. I work two jobs, so I feel like I've, I've got most of the hours of my life taken right now. Yeah. But... You can be a really good educator and you don't get any tangible reward from that. Yeah. Whereas, and, yes. but you have to have the degree. Yeah. So there's where I kind of like, if there's a way to get that, that somebody says, okay, you're, you're serving the public, we'll take care of this. And like you said, who actually pays for that? Right. Who knows? Whereas if I would have taken the same loan to be an accountant or to be some sort of business salesman or something I probably could if I worked really hard improve my my income in a way that I can't as an educator right right yeah it's it's almost a perk of being There's, an educator right so I kind of go a couple of ways with it but I don't know I, I think it's a good perk yeah I'm 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 more along the lines of not it I'm I wouldn't mind using the perk and I don't care right. about people using the perk yeah but it's one of those, you have to wait 10 years for the perk. Right. And if you can, between you and your spouse... Just knock it out. Yeah, knock it out in like two years. To me, it's like, why would you wait 10 years and, for that? And everything I hear on Ramsey is is all about that. Yeah. Like, once you have that knocked out, guess what? The next, yeah, however many years of your life, you just get to bank whatever it is without having to worry about that right small minimum payment that you right. have to make. So, like, when this whole thing started... And my wife actually during this whole time she lost her job. I don't even know yeah. if we. I don't even think she had at that point, but she had lost. No, you, sh- you were looking to get a job with her. That's right. Yeah. That's right. This was yeah. So she ended up losing that job just through the cuts of all of this, mm-hmm. and so at one point she's gotten a new job since then. 
But at one point, we were just on my income, and her and I were sitting around the table. I remember having the conversation going, my income covers this, but just barely, and we just are paying just above the minimum on our student loans. Mm -hmm. And I go, so it's stressful right now. What would happen if we didn't have any of these student loans at all? Like, there'd be no worry at all that she didn't have a job. It wouldn't even be a thought in the world. Yep. And yet, because we have student loans right now, like, we're saying, man, both of us need a job. you got to have a job. So there's tension with that. Oh, yeah. Adds to it, for sure. And so that's why I'm just like, this is all the more... Like, it's added fuel to the fire of us to get this stuff paid off. Yeah. Because I was like, we're in a crazy time. Did any one of us could lose our job at any time? Yeah. And I... I don't want that pressure where we both have to have jobs. Yep. That's really been a wake-up call for this this period of time yeah. in my life. And, and I've been so blessed to get compensated in both of my jobs the yep. whole time. But, yeah, it's just a reminder that like we don't we don't have to live in debt as people. Right. We just have to make choices that like are going to get us out of that. Yep. So I think for this particular loan, we're about one year away from that one being the one on the baby step you know, in the snowball. Mm. So we'll have to come back to this and just be like, yeah, what do we decide to do on that? Right. You know, so. Wait, you, you said you're about a year away? or Yeah, so like this is the biggest one at the end that we're, we're just paying the, the yep. minimum on as we roll through. Had to get the, uh, you know, her, her vehicle taken care of. Yep. And then I've got a, a small one to the state and I've got a little bit bigger one to my parents and then it gets to that one. But how long? How how long in the ten year process are you? Like how many years she been teaching? Five, or oh. four. One. I'm not sure exactly how many. Okay, so she may be five or what? Four to six. Four to five years away. Right. And and I really think that we could be done with this in three, maybe. Gotcha. If we just, yeah, hammered it and nothing changed and who knows, you know. Yeah. It's fun to make plans, but. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, just you're you're so right about this season of life for for people like it's such a wake-up call yeah at least i feel like we've been training our whole lives for this so to yeah. answer are you ready yeah we're, we're doing it it's officially it's we're officially back on, man. i think that we listened to what we we kind of referred to in the first episode was uh please don't start a podcast during quarantine yeah like we started it but right. then we gave the listeners a six-month break yeah well, there was a lot to digest in that first one. Oh, my gosh. And so we gave them so much time, and now it's time. Here like, the are. listeners are ready. Yeah, oh, I think the world is ready for... The world is ready. What do we do next? Well, and by world, I mean, we had 15 listens on the first one. Yep. I think I listened to it two or three times. I, I definitely texted to my mom, so shout but, out to her, because I think she listened to it. So okay. There's, you know... All right. But maybe there's, like, nine just average everyday people that yeah. we don't know that are just waiting on this one so yeah there could be somebody from Pakistan that's listening uh, who knows that's everything's out there right I'm loving it wow episode 2 the Taryn and Mark show that's right welcome um, Mark what where are we at in the world right now what today is August August 4th. 4th August 4th we like at the beginning I mean, we were just talking about this yep March hit we were shutting things down. In my mind, it was, we're shutting down two weeks. Yeah. In two weeks, this will all blow over, and we'll be good to go. Nobody's wearing masks. Yeah. It was... No it masks. Was just normal life. Yeah. No masks at all. May hit, and I was thinking, okay, I got about 20 days. The school's not... I'm, I'm not loving this. Yeah. 
I didn't really apply myself. I just thought, let's limp on into the summer. Right. Hit it hard in August. We'll back in back in you know physical action. Yeah. We'll be in the gym and and it'll be everything's back to normal. But here we are. I have two masks sitting on my desk. <laughs> I got one around my neck. You got one around your neck. Masks is a normal thing. And I mean, are you going back to school in person? No. No. Nope. We start technically tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, to, the Wednesdays at my school work as workout Wednesday. Um, so there will be a time for like an hour where students can join me in a Zoom call yeah. for a workout. Um, but we're going to kick that off next week. So my first official class is 8 a.m. Thursday morning where I'll have some first graders hanging out. August 6th. Yep. Yep, August 6th. And uh, we're looking at 30-minute Zumba workout, manipulative skills, probably some dances. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting creative with it. But I almost think I want to sit in on one of your dude, PE classes. I'll, I'll send you the link. Yes. Yeah. Actually, you could be like a guest personality with the, the mad boat skills guy. Yes. <laughs> we'll just we'll start bringing people to Palm Valley through yes. PE class. I'm liking that. Uh, well, I mean, that's what we literally, I mean, we don't have an in-person meeting scheduled yet for Palm Valley. No. Like, we're not getting back to church yet. I think this has been one of the biggest tests for for people in, like, when my routine gets rocked yeah am i gonna make the effort to be a part of the things that i was still a part of mm. and that could be church that could be school for me it's thinking about my students and their fitness levels they're yeah. like and i think they probably haven't we've seen it well what church. about you have you like stayed with your routine of stuff not as much I, I had a five-day fitness routine going, okay. and I had to back off the, the two days because I don't have a pool to do laps in like oh, I used to. Okay. The gyms are shut down, but yep. we, I still meet with my guys at the park, and we do a little distance on the turf body weight workout, which right. I'm tired of. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. So, um, yes, I feel like that has been kind of a um, something that really hit home it was like okay the gym's not open you have the choice to not do this anymore but i i thought yeah. my students i thought of what i tell them every year i'm like i'm still gonna go do this plus i feel better after a workout yeah anyway then, so. yeah well it's funny my wife and i we were like doing so well the first month or two on eating like we were making our own meals at home we were eating healthy stuff like hey we can do this you know we'll get into a good rhythm and routine of it and by like month three since we're doing nothing else yeah. It was like the only thing we could do was get takeout food. And we fell into an old bad habit of just eating a lot of takeout food. Oh, man. And it's so hard because sometimes bad food just tastes better. Yeah. Right? So yeah. you're like, well, yeah. uh, do you want to go out to eat right now? Because we can. Or do you want to cook? And it's like, nah, let's go. Let's go right. get some wings somewhere. So. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I would say that's probably where I fell off the wagon a little bit. I, I didn't yeah. start eating worse than what I normally do because when you're going to work every day you pack lunch or right. at least that's what I normally do right. but being at home like I'm yeah, not gonna, I'm not gonna well and when there's no other outlet like you can't go to the movies yep. you can't go out with other large gathering to a concert or whatever when there's nothing else to do and your only option is going out to a restaurant you, you take it yeah you take it absolutely but hey so we're, we're we're ending the summer but let's talk about the summer a little bit did, yeah. you, did you get a chance to leave town uh, literally just last weekend, okay. my wife and I went, um, we were, were supposed to take like the week off. I got it. I took the vacation off and my wife, she moved to a new district 
and she was supposed to have the week off, but they said last minute, oh, by the way, we need you here. So our vacation got canceled. And on Saturday morning, like after the whole week, I'd kind of gone through the vacation just by myself, just hanging out. I kind of fished on my own. And then uh, Saturday morning, after that week, my wife goes, man, I just need to get out of town. And I was like, you know what? Let's go up to Payson because we were going to do some camping. I was like, let's just take a drive up there. And you know what? Let's just throw some air matches in the back of my truck. And if we get a chance to spend the night, we will. But if not, no worries. Just a day trip. So we get up there and we get up to Woods Canyon Lake uh, up there. And every campground that we pull into, full, full, full. They're all full. And I get to the last campground right next to the lake. Signs up that's full. And I'm like, oh, man. But I just have this feeling like, just go ask the camp host, you know. I'm like, that's fine. So I go over to like, hey, I know it says full, but, you know, is there anybody leaving or anything? He's like, nah, sorry, man. We're all full. And I was like, ah, it's a bummer. So I'm just chatting with him about whatever. And then his wife walks by and says, hey, by the way, um, the site 16, um, that couple, they just left early. So that one's open. And I'm like, Oh, I'll take it. And so I literally, I just by sitting randomly talking to a guy, I got the last spot right at the lake. My wife and I spent the night. It was just fantastic. It was like a great impromptu camping trip. That is awesome. So did you catch any fish? I did. Yeah. I, I caught some trout up there. So, so everything about it was successful. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is so. awesome. But we didn't bring anything for a fire. Like we, we literally had nothing. Just the air mattress yeah. in the back of the truck. Yeah, the air mattress, we just rolled with it. What so. do you mean? Simple. We had one little tiny cooler that we just threw a little bit of food in, but we had nothing to actually cook any food, so it was literally like just crackers and fruit <laughs> is all we ate. That's so, awesome, though. But, so it was good. So that that's literally all we've done to get out of town. Otherwise, we haven't been out at all. Oh, wow. We've been in Phoenix the whole time. And it's so hot. So, but, yeah. yeah you? I'm, have you gotten out? I have. I have. Um... Start, like at the end of May, we took a two week road trip. Um, we went up to to Flagged for two nights. Then we went to Page for four nights. Over into Utah, and then into Colorado for about a week. Nice. So we drove the RV, and Sweet. a couple um, that we know they drove their Jeep with their dogs. And so we just we would set up um, off the grid, you know, boondocking yep. with with just our water tank full for two nights, and then we'd go somewhere where we could plug in and kind of refill for a few nights nice. so that was fun and then uh yeah during june uh it just seemed like i, I would work here on a weekend you know, just doing the service you yep. know it was online and then uh we'd, we'd do whatever we had to till like tuesday night but then jarek and i would would unplug the rv and drive up to somewhere in flag and just park off on national forest road so yeah that was really nice it was i mean just to be able to not sweat to death yeah and, and i got yeah. i got fishing in a few times so to catch anything i i've caught my first like six trout nice. this summer in arizona so there that's that's been just a lot of fun for me and she yeah. doesn't mind she just likes to read the book while, yeah. while i'm out there fishing yep. so win-win um but just recently uh after coming home from one of those trips i tried to move the rv in the driveway and the brakes were out Oh no! And I was like, we've driven down the seventeen right six times this summer. Oh my Thank gosh. God that it happened right. So need to get that fixed before we take another trip. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, just the opportunity. I I don't know how long we live in an RV, but the fact that this summer, the the summer you couldn't do anything else, that we were able to just yes. you know what? Let's go up to where it's at least twenty degrees cooler. This was the perfect summer to own an RV. Oh, it, 
to be able to get somewhere else. I completely agree. Yeah. And so that's been such a blessing. So yes. Um, as ready as we are to come back to school, if we if we could get in a few more of those trips on weekends, maybe. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. So I mean, at this point, this far into this crazy COVID thing, yep. like, what's the thing you're missing? What's the thing you're just like? I I need this back. I I want this whatever it is activity thing food whatever. What's the thing you're missing? The thing I'm mi- I like I've been really blessed to still be able to see people. Yeah. Uh, which has been really cool. But I think, um, I know I just said how excited I am to do the online teaching, uh, and I am, maybe just because I'll see my students, but yeah. uh, there were just a few things this summer, like once once school didn't come back, and then once block party got canceled, yeah. um, it was just like this, this feeling of all the things that I'm good at are being taken away. Right. Because what I do is... There's a large group of people. Uh-huh. I need this many people to do this activity, and we need to know that moving is better than not moving. So, like, I thrive on that when yeah. that is happening. And for the fact, or to to be told you can't do those things that you're good at right now, yeah, that's that's what I'm missing. Like, I I can just tell whether it be a Sunday service, whether it be starting school. Like, usually. I would have 600 students come through the gym tomorrow morning and we would be doing workout Wednesday, yeah. you know, one class at a time. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I would say that, um, yeah, I've been able to eat out. Like I, we, we like going to restaurants and yeah. I've been able to do that. I, I got to see my family. My brother got married. So there's just things that like I would say, or probably yeah. some people aren't, uh, as, as lucky that as I was to kind of do that this summer. But, um, yeah, probably just being good at something <laughs> that, that I can like, like not sell to people, but like, yeah. that's what I'm, that's my marketable skill is yeah. I, I can take a large group of students and make yeah. them do a thing. Yeah. That's funny. Cause that's kind of the same for me in terms of what I'm good at is sitting and like counseling, I mean, just sitting across from something, having a conversation and having to do that with a mask on. Yeah is not the same at all. And I'm one of those that's like a, like a, it sounds weird, but like a big talker, which means I suck in a lot of air to like have a lot to say. And you can't do that with a mask. Yeah. Like you feel it constricting on you. Do you feel like it's a barrier between your, your, um, clients? clients. Yes. Without a doubt, because I read facial expressions more than anything else. Yeah. And to not have that, man, it, it's like I'm I'm doing it blind. Would you say that that's what you're missing, or is there something else like your favorite activity? Well, I mean, my just... wife and I we're big on going to movies, oh. and so the movies has been killing us. Yeah, and I maybe even said it last podcast, but uh, for my birthday in January, I got a bunch of movie gift cards, and I didn't use any of them. They're just piled up. Yeah, I literally have a pile of them sitting on the counter. Jerica showed me there was like a. A tweet or something that the worst gift you could have given in 2020 was the Harkins loyalty yes. cup. <laughs> it's like yes, you're kind of right. Like, I do. I, my wife and I have them. I get them every year from students. Yep. Thank you, students, for that. But like this year, just can't. Yeah, can't. Yeah. So, so I'm hoping Harkins still honors. You know, because normally once you start using the gift card, I think after a year it expires. Yeah, if I'm you don't, sure they'll honor it. Oh uh, well, I'd hope so. Otherwise, I'm talking to Mr. Harkin himself. Oh yeah, you're going so. up the ladder. So. <laughs> Yeah, I would say movies are something that I remember last summer we we would find the longest running movie. So if it was like three hours, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. 
because on these these nights where it's real hot in the RV, yeah. we would just schedule it, and like it wouldn't feel as bad. So I, I would agree. I'm missing movie theaters right now for yeah. sure because yeah, that was our escape. Wait, too. are you saying the RV doesn't have AC? It does. It but does. It and just doesn't work as well. It works well if there's no sun on the RV. Uh, so you gotta imagine like a wall mm-hmm. that maybe an inch thick. Mm-hmm. There's just not an and, and okay. it's a it's a fiberglass metal yep. frame. Yeah. Just it, gets it's a hot box, is what it, it is. It, it really is. <laughs> and we're like we don't complain about it a ton, but you can just tell that like we would rather not be in there when it's five o'clock and So like July and August and September are like the three months that you're like second guessing living in a absolutely yeah Uh, until we pay rent and then we're like that's true we're like we gotta keep doing this yeah yeah this is yeah so but this last week I mean this last week it's been 115 and above almost every day right is it is it been brutal this last week it's brutal yeah and and the other day actually I came home and it must have just gotten so hot that it flipped all the breakers and the AC didn't even run the whole day oh so I walked in and it was like 100 degrees inside inside (laughs) and and luckily my friend was uh, he was he was taking me to get my car that I had at the shop and I was like can I just come to your apartment? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, man, of course, anytime. So yeah. to have good friends is, is yeah. nice as well during this time. But yeah, that, the still, the owning very little stuff, it has been just another blessing this summer. Like yeah. I, I've realized that and we, we've hardly used like anything just to be able to put stuff away and, and pull the RV out and, and yeah. go somewhere. Yeah. So I think we're really loving the minimalistic living. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, October we'll love it a lot more. When, oh yeah, it's just nice. How long have you been in the RV now? We finished construction probably July twentieth of last year. So this is exactly so about a year. Right, and we took year. a we took a week to drive back out yep. here from Indiana after the wedding. Yep, and then we we stayed three months in at Destiny RV, which is over on the the west side. Yeah. Um, and then they were full for the whole winter. So yeah. it just so happened to work out that the Adranias were like, right. you can live here. And that's, wow. been, that's been such a great situation. So is there plans for what's next? Or not yet? Yeah. It, it's all so dependent on uh, just the the baby steps. It's true. Just like getting that debt paid I off. I do huh? not want to sign a mortgage yeah. until we... And I, I, I would like to never do it. I can't. The math doesn't make sense right. to me. I've been listening a lot to the Dave Ramsey show. Yeah. And he's all like, you know, pay for it in cash. And I'm like, I don't I don't know that I'll ever be able to come right. up with $300,000. Right. Or whatever it is a, right. a house costs in Phoenix right now. Right, right. Um, but it would be really nice to if we were going to sign up for a mortgage to not have any student loans. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been such a blessing to be where we're I, at. That's but, what we're waiting on. I know. Because we're in an apartment right now. And you're and just... We're not doing any house yeah. until we get student loans paid off. Have you have you seen the light yet? Because I know you were talking yeah. about it. Like you, you had we, it planned out in the spring. It, if we can keep going, by the end of next year, okay. 2021, we should be done. For for us, like we've been rolling student loans for... Because, I mean, we did bachelor's, master's, and my wife has her doctorate. So we've been yeah. rolling in, in school for a while. Yeah. Um, so we've had student loans for almost 20 years. Right. And so for us to say there's one year, only one more year left, like that's, that is light at the end that's of the tunnel, man. That is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Question for you on that. Yeah. Let's just take this, let's, let's Do let it. this avenue go. So there's a, 
there's a program that the federal government has for um, public service yep. loan forgiveness. Yep. After 10 years of yep. payments, just gone. Yep. So the majority of, of one of our loans it is that. And, and it qualifies, and my wife's a public yep. service. You know, so if she lasts 10 years as an educator, yeah. that could be gone. Yeah, and that would that would really just be like wow, that I can't believe that's all gone. Yeah, but my, I'm trying to figure out in my mind like is that an okay thing to take advantage of? In a profession that gives you no real chance to like, it's not a salesman job to where if I was really good at it, I could, I could get really good and just pay right. for everything real quick. But I'm just like, should that be the plan? Because that's she's a this is her. Fourth or fifth year teaching, so she's got at least five more before that would be. Yeah. Or should it be the whole Dave Ramsey beans and rice? Let's just go for it and try and pay all that in a year or two. Yeah. But then we wouldn't have any. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Is well, that something you take advantage of, or do the, you think? I think the stats on it are with the public service payoffs that around twelve percent of the people ever qualify for it. So if you miss one payment or you do one thing wrong in that 10-year period, you don't qualify. And so I, I think you could do it without it being too crazy, but there is the slight chance that you miss a payment, that you forget about something or, or whatever, and then you don't qualify. And then you're on the hook for all of it, but then you're still 10 years down the road. Right. To me, I'm always a stat guy. Like, I got a little bit of background in mathematics. And I just think numbers don't lie. And when you only have like 12% of people that ever are able to fully qualify for it, yeah. even though it may be the majority of people are just stupid and they don't follow all the rules they need to with it, um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, anything could happen. I, Where, I mean, maybe you get an injury and for two months... You need every single cent, and so you don't. You're like, I can't. I can't make a payment on a student loan this month. Yeah. Uh, it's they'll let me slide on it, and so I got to pay a medical bill off. But then all of a sudden, that moment means you didn't make a qualifying payment, and yeah. then you're done. <clears throat> so to me, I always think of that going. Whew, if I could buckle down and in less than two years have this whole thing paid off, right. I have control over that. Right. I'm all about that. And I've kind of been thinking about it, like, because I would love it to get forgiven. Yeah. And, and that may yes. be the, the route we go. Maybe we do the minimum payment for 10 years and, and we're that 12%. Yeah. But I also, sometimes I come back to, like, if I ever have kids, I just want to tell them, like, yeah, I paid for it. You yeah. Know, like, I went to college and yeah. I paid for it. Here's how I think you should go to college. Yeah. Or maybe don't go if you have something that you would rather do. Yeah. Because not everybody has to go. Yeah. So there's just a little bit of that pride that I'm struggling with. Yeah. Too. And, and not struggling, but I'm just trying to figure out the plan. You know, I almost think that's like the the fine line. I don't know if this is the right word or not, but the fine line between um, pride and, um, and integrity in terms of you borrowed the money and you made a commitment to say, I'm going to pay it back. Yeah. And if you're not the one that pays it back, then did we 
I mean, you didn't fulfill your part of the bargain then at that point. Yeah. Because there's part of me that that does. I I get tired of people right now. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. This is our podcast. It's our podcast. Yeah, I guess so. But I'm getting a little exhausted with people that borrow money, whether it's for a credit card, student loan, a car, house, or whatever, and then complain that they can't... Um, they can't pay it off, and so they want someone else to pay it off. Right. And there's part of me going, I mean, I don't know, man. You you signed up for it, especially when it comes to student loans. Right. No one forced you to go to school. No one forced you to do any of that. Yeah. And so you borrowed the money, so don't complain that you got this loan when you get out of school. Yeah. And so there's part of me that wants to be the one that pays off my student loans because of that, to say, right. hey, I, t- I took the money. I hate it. Yeah. I hate that I have it. But I did it. I've got to figure it so out. I've got to pay it off. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at. And that maybe that's a pride thing. You may be right. I, yeah, yeah. I just, I kind of go back and forth. And, and I do that because, and I'll just bring it back to only education. I feel like you can talk about this. There's no way, if you want to be an educator, other than using your summer, which right. that's a whole different thing. I work two jobs, so I feel like I've, I've got most of the hours of my life taking right now yeah but you can be a really good educator and you don't get any tangible reward from that yeah whereas but you have to have the degree yeah so there's where i kind of like if there's a way to get that that somebody says okay you're you're serving the public we'll take care of this and like you said who actually pays for that right knows whereas if i would have taken the same loan to be an accountant or to be some sort of business salesman or something, I probably could, if I worked really hard, improve my, my income in a way that I can't as an educator. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's almost a perk of being There's, an educator. Right, so I kind of go a couple of ways with it, but I don't know. I, I think it's a good perk. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more along the lines of not... It, I'm... I wouldn't mind using the perk, and I don't care right. about people using the perk. Yeah. But it's one of those, you have to wait 10 years for the perk. Right. And if you can, between you and your spouse... Just knock it out. Yeah, knock it out in like two years. To me, it's like, why would you wait 10 years and, for that? And everything I hear on Ramsey is is all about that. Yeah. Like, once you have that knocked out, guess what? The next, yeah, however many years of your life, you just get to bank whatever it is without having to worry about that right small minimum payment that you right. have to make. So. Like, when this whole thing started... And my wife actually during this whole time she lost her job. I don't even know yeah. if we. I don't think she had at that point, but she had lost. No, you, sh- you were looking to get a job with her. That's right. Yeah. That's right. This was yeah. So she ended up losing that job just through the cuts of all of this, mm-hmm. and so at one point she's gotten a new job since then. But at one point we were just on my income, and her and I were sitting around the table. I remember having the conversation going, "My income covers this, yeah. but just barely." And we just are paying just above the minimum on our student loans. Mm-hmm. And I go, so it's stressful right now. What would happen if we didn't have any of these student loans at all? Like, there'd be no worry at all that she didn't have a job. It wouldn't even be a thought in the world. Yep. And yet, because we have student loans right now, like, we're saying, man, both of us need a job. You've got to have a job. So there's tension with that. Oh, yeah. Adds to it, for And sure. so that's where I'm just like, this is all the more, like, it's added fuel to the fire of us to get this stuff paid off. Yeah. Because I was like, we're in a crazy time. Then any one of us could lose our job at any time. I, yeah. And I, 
I don't want that pressure where we both have to have jobs. Yep. That's really been a wake up call for this this period of time yeah. in my life. And, and I've been so blessed to get compensated in both of my jobs the yep. whole time. But yeah, it's just a reminder that like we don't we don't have to live in debt as people. Right. We just have to make choices that like are gonna get us out of that. Yep. So I think for this particular loan, we're about one year away from that one being the one on the baby step, you know, in the snowball. Mm. So we'll have to come back to this and just be like, yeah, what do we decide to do on that? Right. You know, so. Wait, you, you said you're about a year away? or Yeah. So like this is the biggest one at the end that we're, we're just paying the, the yep. minimum on as we roll through, had to get the, uh, you know, her, her vehicle taken care of. Yep. And then I've got a, a small one to the state and I've got a little bit bigger one to my parents and then it gets to that one but how long how, much, how long in the 10 year process are you like how many years she's been teaching five or oh. four one I'm not sure exactly how many okay so she may be five or what four to six four to five years away right and, and I really think that we could be done with this in three maybe gotcha if we just yeah hammered it and nothing changed and who knows you know yeah it's fun to make plans but oh yeah um, yeah just you're you're so right about this season of life for for people like it's such a wake up call yeah at least